All right, happy, happy Monday, Anatomy Nerds, and welcome back to another episode of Anatomy Weekly. Today we are going to be talking about the vertebral column, or it's better known as the spinal column. So first things first, I wanted to just thank you all for just checking out the second episode. I hope um, if you're here, then you've already checked out the first episode. Um, Yeah, just thank you so much for everything you know got nothing better to do with this whole coronavirus thing going on um speaking of which if you want me to do an episode on the coronavirus please 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 email me at anatomyweekly17 at gmail.com um that will be in the description of the episode so if you want to hear me go deep into the coronavirus or the COVID-19 as the as everybody knows it, please just let me know, shoot me an email, and I will get working on that if that's what you guys want. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about the vertebral or the spinal column, as I already said. So um, there are five sections of the spinal column. The first is the cervical section, which has the first seven vertebrae. Um, Next, we have the thoracic, which has 17 vertebrae. Um, This is the largest part of the spinal column. Um, If if you're going by sheer number of vertebrae. Um, Next, we have the lumbar, which only has five vertebrae in it, but those vertebrae also happen to be the largest. Um, And then you have the sacrum. Now, the sacrum is a little bit different than its three predecessors because all five of its vertebrae are actually fused together um so that's that's pretty awesome i mean i don't know why we don't talk about the sacrum as much as we do like the cervical actually i do um it's because the cervical is more (laughs) the, uh, the cervical is more likely to get damaged in accidents but we will be discussing that later on in the episode all right and finally the last part that i want to go over is the coccyx. Um, the coccyx, like the sacrum, is also fused together, only there are four vertebrae instead of five. So altogether, the spinal column has about 33 vertebrae. Um, so let's just go over two of arguably the most important vertebrae, although all vertebrae are important. Don't let anybody tell you differently. All right, so the first one that I want to go over is um, the C1, also known as the atlas. So um, if any of you know about the story of Atlas, the Greek god from Greek mythology, then you know that Atlas was cursed by the other gods to hold up the sky to keep the sky from crushing the earth. So it's actually pretty fitting that the C1 vertebrae is named after Atlas because the C1 vertebrae is is critical as it supports the skull and um, the vertebral arteries. So um, the vertebral arteries are basically just the major arteries of the neck that bring um, oxygenated blood to your, back to your heart. or not back to your heart, excuse me, oh my goodness. Um, it brings oxygenated blood to other, to like your neck or anything else. I'm sure you've all heard of arteries because, you know, aorta, all that kind of stuff. 
Anyways, that's for another video. Excuse me. I'm really sidetracked today. Um, so yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Okay. Now, before we get too deep into this, I think it's important to realize that the main purpose for the spinal column is to protect is to protect the spinal cord. Now, the spinal cord is what is responsible for sending the um, neuro signals from your brain to the rest of your body to allow. It's what allows you to move, basically. So that's pretty critical. Um, you know, walking, eating. Oh, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> All right. So the other vertebrae that I wanted to talk about is one that I'm sure that you have heard of. You just don't know where it is or if you do know where it is, you know, I'm sure you guys have probably heard of this. So this vertebrae is actually right underneath the atlas vertebrae and it's called the C2 vertebrae. Um, this, this is also known as the axis vertebrae as it is, um, it's responsible for pivoting the neck from side to side. So, um, whenever you move your head left to right, you can honestly thank the axle vertebrae, the axle or the axis vertebrae as it's also known as, um, because that is what allows you to do that. So that's pretty, pretty cool, actually. Um... So it's also important to note about both of the singular vertebrae that we have discussed that they both have more ways of motion than other vertebrae. Um, that's what makes them so unique because, um, you know, other vertebrae, like specifically in the thoracic cavity, um, they just their primary purpose is to just protect, which we will be getting into right now. All right. So. Basically, the cervical vertebrae, which um, includes the C1 and the C2 vertebrae, um, is responsible for supporting the skull, and it is separated by intervertebral discs, which allow the spine and the neck to move freely. So, if you ever hear about somebody breaking their neck, or, um, I don't know, any other neck injuries that are pretty common, um, they probably have damage to their actually they they pro it's not probably they do have damage to something concerning the spinal column whether that's ligaments or the vertebrae themselves um or the death separate the discs separating it i can almost guarantee you that it has something to do with the spinal column all right so next on the list is the thoracic vertebrae um, so this is the vertebrae that is responsible for holding your ribcage together, and it's also responsible for protecting the heart and the lungs. Now, um, I mean, you know, the heart's pretty important, and without the heart, without lungs, the heart does nothing. So, um, the thoracic vertebrae have a very, very important job of protecting these critical organs. Um, because they are able to hold the rib cage together, they are able to protect the heart and the lungs from um, intruding objects, um, anything else that could potentially harm them, this and that, you know, it's pretty cool, but not as cool as the next coming up one. This is my personal favorite, um, the lumbar. So the lumbar 
are the biggest vertebrae in your body and they are responsible for bearing the entire weight of your upper body. Um, while doing this, they also allow you to move, um, to move your trunk region and it provides flexibility. So like if you are a dancer or a gymnast and you're able to like do pretty, pretty cool stuff with your body, um, unlike me who can't do a single thing, then you have to think, thank your lumbar for that. All right. Um, super, super cool, super important. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the lumbar. All right, so next, um, we have the sacrum, which, like we talked about earlier, are the five vertebrae that are fused together. Um, like the lumbar, it's also responsible for supporting the weight of the upper body, but this time it's primarily to take pressure away from the pelvis. Now, if you have a broken pelvis bone, it's going to be super duper painful for you to sit down, put any weight on it whatsoever. And that doesn't sound like very much fun because that means that you're either constantly having to be on your feet or laying down. There's just, there's just no in between, you know, like that's what makes sitting so great. So your sacrum, you have a lot to, you're, you have a lot to think because of your sacrum. You have to think your sacrum. All right. Um, so finally, um, I want to talk about the coccyx. So, um, the coccyx is primarily an attachment site for tendons, ligaments, and muscles, um, and your glute, in your butt. Um, so, and it's also an intersection point for some of the muscles of the pelvic floor. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. You know, it just, it's like, a it's like, a what's a good analogy it's like a a hub yeah it's like a hub for um like ligaments and muscles and tendons and all that good stuff it's like you gotta come in for a rest you know and it's just it's pretty awesome so um another thing that the coccyx is responsible for is stabilizing you when you sit down so that every time you sit you aren't falling you know, so, like, every time you sit down, you can thank your coccyx for that, you know, for not letting you fall to the side or whatever, so, because, you know, that's not fun at all, falling down is not fun, so thank you, coccyx, for letting me sit normally, all right, so for the last part of this video, I just wanted to go over some of the common vertebral column injuries, um, so these are just a few, there's tons more, out there there's tons of different ways to hurt yourself just try to avoid doing all of them but if you do hurt yourself and you experience any of the following symptoms that i'm about to list below make sure you go to the doctor don't say don't just take some ibuprofen put some ice on it and say oh it'll be better in the morning because guess what it might not be and then you might have permanent damage so we don't want that so if you are feeling any of these symptoms or a mixture of these symptoms please go get it checked out especially if you injured yourself in like competition or anything else so just go to the doctor if you're hurting go to the doctor point blank all right so um the first injury that i wanted to go over is um, called a compression fracture so um, this is due to a hyperflexion injury when the spinal column is forced forward or downward. So like if you, um, 
So if you like are doing jumping jacks or something like that and you land and you get whiplash from it, you probably have a minor or major, depending on how serious it is, hyperflexion injury. Um, another thing that I think of is like in like the big chase adventure movies or whatever, um, when like that one bad guy grabs the good guy by the head and just slams like their head into the table or the dashboard or whatever it is. Um, I mean, you're probably not worried about that at the time. You're probably worried because like, oh my gosh, I probably have a really bad concussion or, you know, that kind of stuff. But you probably have some kind of hyperflexion injury to your vertebral column. All right, so the next injury is called subluxation, and it's the joints in the back part of the vertebrae. Um, it's when they're weakened by abnormal movement of the bones. Now, so this one is actually, this one is actually pretty, pretty whack, um, because, like, it's common, but I don't know, it's just, it's kind of cool, you know? So, it's basically a partial dislocation. So, like, um, I'm sure that you guys have heard of, like, people dislocating their knees or their elbows or, or their jaw. That's another pretty common one. Um, but this one's, this one's in your back. It's in your vertebrae. So, um, you can, most of these can actually be fixed if you just go to the chiropractor. Um, so go to the chiropractor, you know, they'll probably be able to fix you up and then you're on your way. And if you don't, if you don't do it, then you'll probably, probably have something else going on and you probably need to go get that checked out all right so the final injury is the dis is um dislocation so that's when ligaments are torn or stretched too far so basically it's like the subluxation only a little bit different because it's a little more intense so a chiropractor probably won't be able to fix you up although mad respect for chiropractors he is a huge shout out to you guys you guys rock keep doing what you're doing we need you guys. Um, so the ligaments, when they're torn or stretched too far, you need to go get that checked out. Like you need to go get that checked out. Um, Cause that could actually cause more damage than if you were to just, you know, just let it be. Um, so yeah, there are some of the more common injuries. Um, now, probably the most common, or I guess the most heard of, um, are broken necks. Um, yeah, I, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning of this, of this episode, but I just want to go into it a little bit deeper because they are so, like, you, you probably either know someone or have heard of someone that has broken their neck. Now, whether or not that person became paralyzed as a result of it or not, I have no idea. Um, so a broken neck is, um, referred to as a cervical fracture and some symptoms of the cervical fractures, um, are severe pain, swelling, and possible bruising, tenderness, decreased feeling in arms and, in arms and legs, muscle weakness, or even paralysis of the arms or legs. So, um, specifically the last symptom, if you feel that, then you most likely have some sort of cervical fracture um 
So there is all, it's important to remember that there is always a risk of damage to the spinal cord when you are dealing with these fractures. Um, So another thing that is important to note is that if you have a C5 fracture, then you are also at risk of being unable to breathe because the C5 is lined right up against your, um, shoot, what's the word? Is it's lined up right against your windpipe. So if that shifts, um, you could potentially crush your windpipe or at least not be able to breathe for a little while. Um, so yeah, if you feel any of those symptoms, um, some people may break their neck and not even really realize it, except that they're feeling a ton of pain. Like, I don't know. I've never broken my neck. I have a friend that broke his neck last year and oh my gosh, it's terrifying. So if you have any of these symptoms, go to the doctor. I cannot stress this enough. If you think that something is wrong, go to the doctor. Don't hold it out. Don't hold out. Just go to the doctor, get it fixed. Boom, you'll be on your way. Hopefully you'll be on your way. Um, so just stay safe. Um, I don't know where you guys all are. If you're in a small town in a big city, just make sure that you are staying safe in this scary time um once again if you want me to do an episode please email me at anatomyweekly17 at gmail.com um i have been doing a ton of research on this i have a board set up um so i would i personally would love to do an episode um if it's something that you guys would be interested in listening to um also if you have any other recommendations for episodes that you would like to hear email me those recommendations as well um 52 weeks in a year 52 episodes a year and i'm hoping to keep going along once again i just wanted to thank you all so much for your support in this um yeah so i mean have a rocking monday it's beautiful outside maybe get outside get some vitamin d uh yeah chill out have a happy monday guys see you next week